Kevin. Oh, man. For some reason, it always makes me nervous when I see you hard at work, but I'd better ask, what are you working on? Three words, my dear Deborah. New business ideas. Oh, wow. That was not what I was expecting. So, like, real legitimate business ideas? Not like, what if Dilbert lived in a Far Side comic? I still believe in that, by the way. But yes, in fact, MC Hammer might say they're too legit. Let me hear about them. Let's uh, let's get right to those ideas. Okay. Okay. So the way I figure it, people want something they can trust. So I've been thinking about ways to use that. Okay. Pretty normal so far. Hit me with the first idea. So you know how there are things, right? Things. Yeah, like ketchup. Okay. And then you get those premium packets of, you guessed it, fancy ketchup. So... So, we take normal things, and we just slap the word fancy on them. Um, how is that a business idea? Because we charge an extra 30%, Deborah. That's how. Okay, what happened to trust? Well, trust is out the door with 30% while you're sitting there just eating regular ketchup. You know, Kevin, that sounds highly unethical. What else you got? Uh, have you heard of snake oil? Please don't say fancy snake oil. Dragon snake oil. Okay, what even is a dragon snake? Well, it's what we'll be able to afford after we sell a few thousand drums of this stuff. Okay, as always, I love your enthusiasm, but as is also unfortunately always the case, I think it's a bit misguided. And it's also the perfect segue for our discussion today. Oh, are we discussing genius business ideas? No, Kevin. We're talking about being ethical. Ooh, fancy. Go, 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 go ahead. Oh, you fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy, huh? Nail done here, done everything. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Culture Unfiltered. Culture Unfiltered. Ah, thank you for the echo, Deborah. Always Always. a pleasure. So we are once again tackling the topic that is near and dear to the heart of paychecks, Mm -hmm. integrity. Yes. Right? Yes. The the sort of flagship, I would say, value. It's always the, the top of our values tree. We start off with it. Um, and I think really the backbone of, of all that we do here. Great. So who do we have joining us today? Well, I'm super excited because we have a first timer in the virtual studio. We have with us Stephanie Schaefer, who is our vice president and chief legal and ethics officer. Stephanie, welcome. Thank you. Delighted welcome, to be welcome. here. And we also have a repeat guest. You know where you love her, especially if you're one of the <laughs> world-renowned fan group, The Caniacs. <laughs> Becky Kania, our manager of employee and corporate communications. So welcome back, Becky. Oh my goodness. I have a fan group. That's wild. (laughs) You do. Hashtag Kaniacs. Yes. (laughs) Well, wonderful. And we're excited to have you both here. We're going to be, as Kevin mentioned, we're going to be talking about integrity and about what it means to be paychecks in in terms of being ethical. And we're kind of going to take this conversation as a two-pronged approach. And and part of this conversation is, is that you know, those folks that are listening to this, we just recently announced that we have again been named a world's most ethical company by the Ethosphere Institute, which is a very exciting um, recognition for us. So we want to talk about, yes, big round of applause. Confetti cannons. Yes, exactly. So we want (laughs) to talk about what that award really means to us at its core. Um, And Stephanie, I'll start that with you. And then Becky, we're going to turn the conversation to the sort of nuts and bolts of 
of the accolade and sort of what goes into our submission and, and how we're recognized. So, so Stephanie, I'll start with you with, with our kickoff question. Um, so as I mentioned, we, we are again named a world's most ethical company by the Ethisphere Institute. It's our 13th year um, being named. And if I'm not mistaken, our 10th consecutive, our first double digit 10th consecutive year since 2012. So I'll start with just a general question of why is this particular accolade such an important recognition for us? Okay, well, thanks for the question, Deborah. And and to your point, integrity has always been a flagship value for us. I love that flagship value. It's just woven into the fabric of how we do business. And I think that's just so critical because when you think about what we do for our clients, we're handling billions of confidential records every year. And we're handling nearly $750 billion for our clients every year. They have to trust us implicitly. So getting that external recognition for the way we do business, doing business the right way with ethics and integrity is just so exciting. And it's great to be in that kind of world-class world's most ethical uh, grouping. And, and, and I don't know if you've looked at the other companies that are in it, but we are in good company and these are just outstanding companies. So Microsoft, Pepsi, Dell, Intel, IBM, MasterCard, really large, really premier companies get this award. And we feel very proud to be on that list every year. That's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I I think uh, that's a fantastic. And Stephanie, before we dive into something else, can I just ask, what is it like to be an ethics officer for a company like Paychex? Can you talk a little bit about that? Paychex proud. So I just <laughs> added ethics to my title a couple of years ago when I became um, involved in our corporate social responsibility steering committee. So Becky knows very well that a group of us got together and said, we really need to put some focus on CSR and the corporate social responsibility area. And we created a steering committee that um, has cross-functional representation from across the company to put some, some focus and effort on what are we doing and how are we doing it as a business with respect to environmental sustainability, diversity and inclusion, cyber, um, employee wellness, mental health, physical sure. health, financial health, right? All of the all of the areas that you think about when you think about being a good corporate citizen. And we've always had here at Paychex a long history of corporate philanthropy, right? And the and we've formulated the Paychex Charitable mm -hmm. Foundation formally about five years ago, a little over five years ago, but but we have a long history of being a good corporate citizen in terms of donating to charities, our employees supporting charities. But as we all know, corporate social responsibility just goes way beyond that. And so we as a company put some focus and effort and resources against that. And I think we've really come a long way in a couple of years. Absolutely. Yeah. And Stephanie, I think, you know, you, you've just hit the nail on the head. That was actually kind of where I was headed with our next question. I think, you know, in the last handful of years, we've really seen the sort of expectations that, that employees have and that clients have of the companies that they do business with. We've really seen those expectations evolve. Um, and, you know, it's more than just the fiscal responsibility, though, of course, that is still of, of huge importance but companies are taking more of an active role in sustainability efforts and diversity and inclusion initiatives, social justice uh, efforts. So, 
you kind of touched on it, but I'm, I'm hoping maybe you can dig in a little bit more. How has paychecks sort of evolved in those areas that, that maybe 10 or 15 or 20 years ago weren't part of the lexicon? How have we evolved as an organization in those areas? And, and how have those evolutions impacted the way that we demonstrate integrity to our employees, our clients, and, and obviously our shareholders as well? Great question. And, and I think what I would say was it's always been there. We've just started pulling it together in more of a formalized program to be more intentional about focusing on it and starting to create metrics, measurement, really looking at it in, in a more formalized management way. But quite honestly, the culture of this company and the people, right, our employees and the people in this company have had that passion. And we've had those initiatives going on inside of Paychex for many years. So the CSR steering committee really works to bring a spotlight to that and to drive those things forward in a more formalized and programmatic way. And I think that that helps us to create um, more transparency so that we can put out more information about what we're doing in those areas. It's not that we're just starting to look at environmental sustainability. We've been, we've been doing paper reduction. We've been doing waste reduction. We've been doing LEED certified buildings for many years, but now we're really putting some metrics measurements and reporting around it that help us to advertise what we're doing and get a little more recognition from employees, shareholders, clients, and stakeholders. Great. So Becky, that kind of tees up where we'd like to um, bring you more into the conversation as well. That corporate social responsibility report, um, it's, mm -hmm. it's grown so much over the past years. Now, historically, you know, we, we've been kind of modest as it, as it relates to talking about ourselves, how we give back, but how has that report changed how we talk about who we are and what we do in the marketplace? Yeah, that's, that's a great question, Kevin. And like Stephanie said, it's really reflective of things we've always been doing um, or continue to do or continue to get better at. And now we're talking about it more. And part of that is because stakeholder expectations are very different. So um, it's not enough for us to have a great product. Our stakeholders, and that's everyone from institutional investors, individual investors, current and potential employees, clients, and business partners, they expect that the people, the businesses that they work with to be good corporate citizens, to do the right thing for their people, their communities, and their environment. Um, it's really become table stakes. So we need to have a a very publicly facing commitment to that. And we do that in one of the ways we do that is with our CSR report. Now you can find that by the way, on the paychecks.com website. If you go to our company and click on that tab, you'll see it in there. Nice. Our CSR report is only a few years old and every year it gets bigger and more robust as our CSR efforts expand. So when we first put that out, I think it may have only been three or four years ago, it was maybe three or four pages. And now it's a sizable document that gives us a chance to report on and stay accountable to our, the efforts that we're making in those areas. And it provides factual information to the stakeholders, the media, and anybody else who, who wants to find out how we're doing in that in that area. So it's, it's really gained more prominence in the business world. So producing that report gives us a great way to capture all of those efforts in a single document. 
That's awesome. And Becky, you know, as, as someone who has, has combed through uh, that document for, you know, some of the value proposition that our company offers to prospective employees, I can, uh, I give you and the steering committee kudos for, for the work that you do to pull it together. And I know that the efforts that you put behind pulling it together also serve into the, the award that we talked about at the head of the call. So, or the head of the conversation. Um, so tell us a little bit about this accolade the history that it has with Paychex as an organization, uh, you know, sort of what's the nuts and bolts behind this particular accolade and what are we required to submit to even be considered for this particular recognition? Yeah, that's another great question, Deborah. So we've been involved in this uh, since the very first World's Most Ethical. Um, I, I can't remember the year that was. Um, but 2007, oh, Becky. 2007. Stephanie hey, for the win. there we go. So, yeah, 2007, the Ethosphere was a brand new magazine. It was a brand new thing on the horizon. And they put out this um, this call for companies to self-nominate themselves to be considered a world's most ethical company. We won that first year. Um, and, and, and really, the application process itself has evolved over the years because Ethosphere is constantly scanning the horizon and seeing what is important, what is it about, uh, what makes a company ethical, what makes a company a good corporate citizen. So we've really seen the application itself expand quite a bit over the years. So let me tell you a little bit about it, a little, some fast facts about the application. It has 214 questions. Our written responses to that takes up about 100 pages of answers. Plus, we need to include proof points in the form of exhibits, things like our company policies and samples of communication. So for this year's application, we included more than three dozen exhibits, along with dozens of links to videos and items on our corporate website. Now, They have a very rigorous application process, and that's to ensure that only those organizations that demonstrate truly ethical business practices make the list. Um, So you can feel good knowing that, you know, this isn't something we bought our way into, nor nor would we. Um, It isn't something that's a random thing that everybody gets a medal. It's a very rigorous process that the Ethosphere Institute uses to judge the companies that apply. So they look at our answers and then they look to outside sources to validate those answers. So they're not just going by what we tell them. So they focus on several areas of ethical business practice. They talk about governance, the the ethics program itself, the outputs that we have, things like our code of conduct policy and our right way training and how we communicate to employees about ethics. They look at corporate policies in areas like anti-corruption and conflict of interest and data privacy. They want to know how we measure our ethical culture. Um, They want to look at our social and environmental impact, including our commitment to diversity and inclusion and sustainability. And they want to see how we take care of various stakeholders. So it's a really wonderful representation about what makes the Paychex culture so special. Um, When I complete this application every year with, with the team's help, it's just it's such a great feeling because it really represents the sum of everything we stand for at Paychex and the demonstration of our six values. It's it's a really tremendous kudo to the company and the culture. Yeah. It's it's awesome to hear how much goes into it. You know, we we sort of uh 
we're proud that that Paychex has a, a fairly full trophy case uh, of accolades and awards. Um, but I think, uh, you know, I think it's it's very obvious to see that this one is really the culmination of all of the efforts of our teams um, and and all of the work that the corporation does as a whole, um, and and really is just a great indication of of what makes all of us so Paychex proud. So, um, so Kevin, I think I think this this sort of this sort of answered it all for me. What do you think? I agree, Deborah. I mean, I, I think the awards are a nice validation of the hard work that we do every day. But it's always such a welcome reminder that in the end, it's the people who make the difference, acting with integrity, going that extra mile to do the right thing. It's like the people that make the integrity the foundation of a strong company culture. And it's certainly at the heart here at Paychex. It absolutely is. I agree with you. Couldn't have said it better myself, Kevin. Yeah. So, uh, Becky, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. Thank you. This was great. Paychex proud. This podcast is property of Paychex Inc. 2021. All rights reserved.